lets you save the Look here. True form life. Green look on We get obsessed with Green. things like scales. And it's not a proper way to measure success. It's not an accurate way to measure success. Welcome to Exploring Mind and Body with Drew Tadia. Drew is an expert in nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, and more. And he wants to help you live a healthier, longer, and more active life. Now here's your host, Drew Tadia. Welcome to another edition of Nationally Syndicated Exploring Mind and Body. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning in and being a part of our True Form Life community. We're coming at you with a brand new show. We appreciate whether you're listening on terrestrial radio across the country or as a podcast around the world. We certainly wouldn't be here without you. So stick around. We got all that coming up. This is Exploring Mind and Body. Naturally improve your lifestyle one show at a time with your host, Drew Tadia. Good morning. Good morning. All right. So today we're talking about why you should not weigh yourself. Yes. Why you should. One time we even said, I don't know if you wrote this on this graphic. I can't remember. But one time, one of our topics was you should burn your skill. <laughs> why you should burn your why scale. Why you should burn your skill. And I have been known to steal scales from my client houses. <laughs> I'm not leaving here until you give me your skill. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. And it's because, see, the thing is we get obsessed. Like, we, we get obsessed with things like scales. And it's not a proper way to measure success. It's not an accurate way to measure success. I wanted to share something because I was thinking about this for, like, our, our we went live this morning um, about our topic. I was thinking about the scale and how we let the scale control how we feel about ourselves. And we are always taught to it to I'm trying to get my words here. It made perfect sense in my head. <laughs> but we're always we're always taught to let go of those people in our lives that don't make us feel good about ourselves, right? But then we have this scale in our life that puts us down every single day, but yet we keep going back to it. So it's like being involved in a friendship where you are treated fairly or you are treated poorly and you keep going back to it over and over and over for those I don't know. And, the, and it's all like those negative because I can't like really remember a time that I've ever stepped on a scale and been happy. I don't know. I and and been happy about what it says or get off and feel better about myself. You it's, know what I mean? It's like an abusive relationship. Yes, that's maybe what I was trying to get at. It made much better sense in my head when I was thinking about it. I tried to tell you guys about it. it didn't come out the same way. But it's true, Drew, like an abusive relationship, just going back from for like more negatives. See the thing is that the thing when it comes to the scale is that we have such a short success. Like there's there's so little joy in your life from the scale. So here, here's what happens is we wake up and we have a, a goal that we or we want to reach. And we really don't really know if that goal is proper, if that suits our lifestyle, if it suits our healthy, like we don't set that goal. We are, that goal is usually someone else, like some celebrities, 130 pounds. So we feel like we should be good, even yeah. though that their built, body's built entirely different. Mm-hmm. 
And then, so when we step on the scale, we have, let's say we lose three pounds and maybe that, maybe that's in our mind. And we say, I want to lose at least three pounds when I step on that scale. So let's say we step on that scale and we lose three pounds. We're excited. Like, oh my gosh, I lost three pounds. And then instantly it's gone. And it's like next, then tomorrow or next week, I want to lose another three pounds. So that joy or excitement lasts for such a short amount of time. It's like, there's got to be other ways that can wake us up or motivate us or cause excited or cause joy in our life. And when you step on that scale, it's so minimal. So you're either, most of the time we're very disappointed. Most. So our expectations from a scale is like biggest loser, which is entirely unrealistic in so many different ways. So we're looking for a huge number. So in a week we want to lose 10 pounds, which isn't possible in most areas of life. (laughs) And then when you, then you're disappointed and that probably ruined your whole day, Mm -hmm. possibly your whole week. Mm -hmm. And then so that we have that comparison to when we step on and we see the, the results we want, then we get excited and we're like, well, maybe next, maybe, ne- maybe tomorrow I can lose another three pounds. Yeah. So it, then it's over. So it's like, that's, it's not a, a pleasurable way to see and track results. You know what really like the mindset that really helped me, um, in getting rid of that scale was, or the, or the, that attachment to the number. Cause we get so attached to what number we should be on, on the scale. That number should have no meaning realistically. Um, but we do, we get attached to a number. And one thing that really, really helped me was to put it into perspective, because like Drew said, we have this, this expectation that we should be able to lose an obscene amount of weight in a short amount of time. But if you think about how long it took you to possibly put on that weight, for example, in my case, it took me like six years through, through university or, or even longer. But then when I started my fitness, um, in healthy lifestyle, style journey, I wanted to be my goal weight in a week, (laughs) but I had spent the last like six years or longer, maybe, you know, even eight, 10 years of my life be, you know, um, put, putting on the weight. And then in a week, I want to lose it. Like that just is an obscene, um, expectation. Right. So try and think of that and try and think of that in that and put it in perspective. Well, that's, that's a great point because when we, I was used to do personal training, that's kind of how I started my career fitness class, the personal training and and people's expectations are literally, I've started working out and it's been three weeks. Why haven't I lost 10 pounds? Yeah. And I thought to myself, and I, I used to say this, you know, I think to myself now, you know, it's, it's so crazy to think that. And then you, you know, I would say that to our, to my client and I would say, how long did it take you to put that on? Yeah. And they'd say, well, 20 years. And I said, well, why did you expect it to go off in three weeks? Yeah. And then they would get a, a blank look on their face and not really understand, but, but it's, it's, we really don't think about it. We don't plan out and don't understand that it takes a lifetime usually. So it, many times when we worked on one with one-on-one clients more so, People would say, I want to get back to my weight when I was, uh, you know, when I was in high school or I did this in high school or I did this in college. And that was literally 20 years ago. So they're like, I want to get back to that now. But there was all this time in between where we changed our lifestyle. We changed our eating habits. Our exercise habits are, are much different. So after we, we start something and after a couple of weeks, we, we jump on the scale and we're like, well, this isn't working. Like, what do you mean it's not working? You've been doing it for three weeks. <laughs> so it's very hard to gauge by just using 
the scales, it gets a little worse. And when you only have weight to focus on, it's like being in a tunnel, like in over and over, it's you're just focused on your weight. That's all it is. It's wake up and go to bed. And that's all that you're seeing. You have that tunnel vision. Um, I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight. And there's so much beyond that tunnel that you can't even see because you're wrapped up in the weight. Right. And when that or in in that number, in that scale, realistically, there is so much more out there. It's so much more meaningful um, uh, successes beyond that scale that that you're missing out on is because you're in that little bubble, that little tunnel. And that's all you can see. (laughs) You're probably you're probably even seeing results, but are having results or gaining results. But you can't see them because you're in your tunnel. So get out of your tunnel. <laughs> and that's right? the hardest part. That's the hardest part about using the scale as a measure of success. So for example, like I just interviewed Thor Conklin, I think his name was, and he did his fantastic interview. And he, he mentioned how this, um, this type of bamboo grows for seven years underground. And then after it breaks through, it grows a significant amount in a very short amount of time. And I thought, you know, how, you know, it, was, it just meant, it meant so much like, Oh my gosh, like what a great way to think about things because so many times we're working towards a goal and we don't see the results we're looking for. And it's like the scale, the scale stays the same, but there's so many other things happening in our life that we don't see because we're just focused. And then when we break through, we see results and we're like, Oh, that happened overnight. You know, it happens in business all the time. Like people are like, Oh, you know, for example, like these videos, people are like, Oh, your videos are awesome. Like we love your Facebook videos. And and they, but they haven't seen us for the last five years make horrible videos. <laughs> So it would have been easy to quit. Speak for yourself. <laughs> it would have been easy to quit, but we pushed through and then we continue to get better. Now it looks like all that growth under the surface wasn't there. And it's like, oh my gosh, they've grown so far in a short amount of time. But by focusing on just that scale, you're not going to see those results. Right. So that's what I have to say about that. Sure, that little fellow suck up around us there. He does that sometimes. <laughs> but no, you're right. I like that one. Thanks for sharing with us. What other ways can we measure results or success? Oh my gosh. There are so many, but I think it, it, it's, it's hard to... Um, I guess, wrap your head around it. Like you have to be in the right mindset to accept different ways. And um, like, I think Vince even mentioned earlier, it's about how you're, how you feel and how you're close fit. And that's, that's um, with, with my clients, that's a big one that I always suggest for, for them is to have a goal with clothing or, and it can even be like related to an event. For example, if you're going on a trip or a holiday or you have a special event coming up, you can have a piece of uh, clothing, like a dress or a pair of pants and have it as kind of your goal. Yeah, for sure. Like that's one way. Yeah. And and then for those, for example, like if it's a piece of clothing, I always recommend putting them outside your yes. closet. So you're always working towards something. You're always working towards the goal and you continually see it over and over again. Mm-hmm. That's right. It doesn't always have to be about your about your weight or or about fitness either. It could be a goal in the kitchen. Um for example, I'm gonna try like 
three new meals a week for a bowl or something like that, like three new supplements, three healthy supplements a week. So you can try to lean more on the nutrition side as well as opposed to the weight loss or fitness side, which we tend to lean towards more often. Yeah. So we talked about um, having a goal like of, of clothing instead of the scale. We also talked about having different, um, I guess, goals nutrition-wise. But one that kind of I thought of while, while we were sitting here was taking pictures um, and then seeing progression through time. But for example, um, maybe once a month taking, how do you call them? Progress pictures yeah. of yourself. And then, because a lot of times we don't notice those changes, but a picture will, will show us, right? But I wouldn't recommend taking pictures more than once a month. Yeah, once a month would be enough. There's so many benefits when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. And that's why we preach living a healthy lifestyle because if it's just the weight loss and you don't see that weight loss on the scale, then everything gets pushed aside and we think it's not working. This program doesn't work. These results aren't coming. I'm doing something wrong or there's something wrong with me. But when we work towards healthy habits, you can see different areas of success. Mm-hmm. So you can see, you can track your energy, for example, like this food makes me feel better. This food gives gives me better digestion. And uh, there's just so many things that we can pay attention to. But you talked about earlier that tunnel vision, when it's just scale, it's very hard to see anything else. Meanwhile, any every our whole life, our whole world around us is changing. We're continuing to see results. We're gaining confidence. Our clothes are fitting better, but it's just the scale. Another point about being obsessed with, with the scale or the weight loss is that it's causing um, stress. Most people have stress around their weight and around the scale. And they're, and we, we hear it all the time, right? I'm, I'm frustrated because the scale's not moving. It's hard to see not the scale not moving. But the thing is, the more we stress and obsess about the scale, we're actually, what's the inhibiting, right? Inhibiting our results because that stress, we're holding on to that stress and those emotions, which are affecting our physical, our, our the physical changes in our body. Yeah, the, the physical ability to lose weight. We yeah. actually, well, when our stress level rises, our cortisol resolves. <laughs> cortisol rise level rises as well, which increases the amount of body fat. So if you're always stressed out, like every morning you step on that scale or even every week, we're not every week people either. We've had quite a few comments of people saying that I just, I just weigh once a week. Like we don't feel that that is a great measure of success either. So every week, if you're stressed out about dumping on that scale, you're going to reduce the ability for your body to uh, drop inches or burn that body fat. Yeah. We just isn't enough time, you know, um, to, to, to um, have accurate results, I suppose. They need more time. Um, Another thing that, that's important too about the different pieces of the puzzle, and I think to like excerpt, we put all of our, I'm going to use one of your shirts, we put all of our eggs in one basket, <laughs> just as that sometimes, <laughs> and, that, and that's the exercise basket. So we exercise, 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 but there we have to contribute or look at as well nutrition and also one that really falls off into the distance is our emotional or mental health as well. And those are all pieces of the puzzle that will contribute to healthier lifestyle and and if weight loss is something um that you're looking at like we have to look at all of those pieces as well that's a great point and i think that that's a big one that we don't pay attention to like Mm -hmm. our stress level is a big one that vince just mentioned and if so if we're entirely stressed out at work or if we're stressed out at home and we're not finding that an outlet or like a stress 
valve I like to call it. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have a stress reliever. I say we don't have a valve. We used to do those presentations, like the stress presentations, and like we don't actually have something that's like a, a knob we can turn. Like, aha, there's a way to reduce the stress in yeah. our lives. So we have to continually do things. Like we need to work. We need to work out or be active. We need to. Um, we need to eat right and stay away from highly toxic foods. And the other one is, is <laughs> the other one is being mentally um, being mentally clear. So if that's breathing exercises, if that's yoga exercises, I really like the environment aspect of it and paying attention to the people in your life. Because if there's people, like we all have people in our lives that stress us out. And it, it, many times it's family members, sometimes it's close friends. And those people are only holding us back. So as challenging as it is, we have to spend less time with those people that stress us out and more time with people that lift us up. Right. That's a good point. But yeah, so breathe. I think a lot of times we forget to breathe. <laughs> which helps us breathing and breathing exercise. You might want to call it meditation, right? Those, those types of exercises help us um, increase our mental clarity, reduce stress, which is all going to be a factor in, um, I guess, the big picture, the big puzzle of, uh, you know, living a healthy lifestyle. I have a story about my scale experience. Do you want to share yours first? No, go ahead. I don't know what my experience is. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what experiences do you want me to share? I think... <laughs> I think everyone has a negative experience around the skin. I have lots. Oops. It's true. I just asked Drew you, needs, you know, if, uh, like a talking rock. Sometimes you see it in movies when the, when the family's in a counseling session or something. <laughs> you can't talk unless you have the rock. We need one of those. <laughs> we need like a mute button. Like a mute? That's rude. We actually get something right. I know. Like, that's why it's going like this, guys. I, said, I thought I had like dry skin or something. But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, what is it? Let me see. Is there, it's the light. <laughs> was it dry skin? A little piece of skin. Oh, it's a little there. piece of dry skin. <laughs> I've been having extremely dry skin. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. That's not interesting. <laughs> If, you're, if you are stressed out, you're not going to sleep well. If you don't sleep well, chances of you waking up early getting your workout in are very slim. And right, and, and chances of you know you having time to get your nutrition in probably is reducing. Right, so you grab that quick go to go food, and that and that quick kind of to go food makes you less energy. So then in the evening again, right, we're not going to get a proper sleep. And then it goes round and round in this vicious vicious circle. <laughs> so it's interesting how everything is connected and runs simultaneously in the circle. Okay, so I think we all have scale stories and we're, <laughs> I'm ignoring it. We all have scale okay. stories. And for me in particular, mine is the off start. <laughs> I feel like moving the camera over here and be like, Dorothy's done. Time out. I don't have the talking rock. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try this again. Can you control yourself? Yeah. Your hands? <laughs> okay. So my story is the opposite of most people. Mm -hmm. So most people want to see the scale go down. And growing up in the athletic world, I wanted to see the scale go up. So we would actually, and probably still do at some level, we grew up with a, like a bunch of guys that we actually make fun of each other for being too skinny. <laughs> And uh, so you're in, in the same thing in the athletic world. When you're lifting weights, you want to be bigger and stronger. And, and that what brings with brings along heavy and stronger is usually more weight. So more weight, more muscles. And so for me, when I was growing up, I was always a, a skinnier kid. And I would get made fun of when I was quite younger. And I would get made fun of for being a skinny kid around. So 
when in high school, I started to find the gym in the weight room. And then it was later on, like the last year, I just started to experiment with it. And then I, then I got into college, university, and that's where I really found the love of the weight room. And, and at one point, I was, it, it got, it, it was an obsession. I got to a point where I would, I couldn't see the scales go up, like I was trying to gain weight, I was trying to get stronger. I would get up in the middle of the night and have a meal because there's a, in the, in the athletic world, there's called the hard gainers. And I'm, and that's, I was in that category of being a hard gainer. What's up, Chance? We're just talking about why you shouldn't be weighing your, yourself and why, how, and I'm talking about my story here about then my negative, my negative background about the scale. So I would get up in the middle of the night and have a meal because I thought that would help me gain weight. And I ended up being about 220 pounds. So I was like this large man muscle and I couldn't like move. Like I was very inflexible. I couldn't sleep very well. Um, I was very nasally. I had a lot of different issues going on, but I was only focused on the scale and the, and the, and my weight going up. So that kind of, that hangs on like now today. So I'll fast forward. And for example, like when I look at things like the scale, I don't, I don't weigh myself anymore. So I have actually have friends from high school or friends, friends from college. And they're like, Oh, you like, you can do handstands. I'm, I just taught myself how to do a flip, for example. And <clears throat> my friend's like, oh my gosh, you can do that at how much do you weigh? And I'm like, I don't ah. know. And they're like, what do you mean? You don't know. And I'm, I, I literally haven't weighed myself in as long as I can remember. And, and I kind of have a quick story. Here's when we leave the gym where we where we teach fitness classes or we train the Broncos athletes. There's always a scale there. There's always a scale right when you leave. And in our opinion, it shouldn't be there. But, but it's always there. So every once in a while, I think about the scale and I'm like, should I jump on that? And then I'm like, that never makes me happy like it never brightens my day because i always think like i should be heavier or maybe i'm gaining a bit much weight but it's always it's always on your mind and it, and it hangs on to you so you guys you're not you're not alone everyone just deals with it at different levels and for me it was the complete opposite but it's still something that i personally struggle with and it always like we're at a point where we just don't weigh anymore because it doesn't do any good ever so that's my story of the opposite of what most people would do that's a great story grandpa <laughs> How long were you waiting to say that? Isn't he a good storyteller? <laughs> My, I won't go on and tell a big, gigantic story like Drew, but <laughs> I'll just say that like most people, um, my experience was the opposite because I was always obsessed with the number going down. But I really liked, Drew, how you said, it never brightens my day when I step on the scale or it never makes me feel good about myself. And I was I was the same. Like, stepping on the scale never made me feel good. And then, of course, you get you're so hard on yourself when that number doesn't go down. And then you feel defeated. Like, all of these things I've been working on doesn't matter because it didn't make a difference but you don't think about how you had more energy that day or you don't think about um how your maybe your clothes were fitting differently or you were happier you all of those things are washed away or erased because that number didn't change so the end that's it <laughs> <laughs> all right we've got a couple comments here jordan said try meditating one minute per day mm. just sit and close your eyes and that's it no stress that's how i learned jordan how long do you meditate now it'd be it'd be interesting to know uh and i want to bring this over vince said something asked me asked vince a question Can I read that? Vince 
it says, um, I usually meditate for 30 minutes in the morning. When I started, it was five minutes a day, focused on the blessings in my life. I added a positive mantra, then increased my time because it made me feel so awesome. And I like that idea too about focusing on the blessing or focusing on like what you're grateful for, for example, and just, you know, going over that in, in, in your head. It's surprising how fast time will go as well. And adding in those mantras, that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Like Anthony Robbins, for example, he does a, a very a varies a variation of three minute meditation. So one of them, one of it is feeling grateful. Like the first three minutes is feeling grateful in his life, and the next three minutes is attracting abundance in your life. And the next three minutes is um, it's what you what would make your day be productive. So of course he's all about production, but that's something that you could start with. Like it started out with five minutes, and Jordan's talking about starting for one minute. And I think it's just sitting there and doing breathing exercises to really going to make a big difference. Just there's so much noise in our world. And unfortunately, a lot of it is negative noise. So just sitting, even starting like Jordan said, for one minute in the riot, and just breathing, and just like do nothing like that could make a huge difference in, in, in your day. The number on the scale should not hold value of our self, of our self-worth. And we let that number have so much power and control over us. And it's just, it's just crazy that this machine <laughs> and it has so much value in, in how we feel about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, how we treat ourselves. So I, I really think the only way to kind of get over this, this hump is to get rid of the skill. And I wish, I wish everybody would get rid of their skill, right? And say, it's not allowed in my house because it just does not improve our quality of life. Let's go. Right? Has, has, does not make us feel better about ourselves and does not make us feel happy. Yeah, sure. Right? So before we wrap things up here, we have a couple of things. I want to go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, we want, I want to give you some ideas on what you can do instead of the scale. I just want to mention, so instead of the scale or instead of focusing on those numbers, there's other things that we can focus on. Like Dorothy mentioned clothing, for example, mm. or a trip that you have planned. For me, instead of the scale, it's, it's skills. Mm-hmm. And I like, I, and, and I've said this in another video. Um, I don't really enjoy, I, like, I don't love like working out in a conventional type way. Like I don't love standing there lifting, um, lifting weights. It's not something that I really enjoy. I like to do skill things. So like walking on my hands or doing a handstand was something I've been working on. I just did a couple muscle ups. I used to be able to do a whole stack of them, but I stopped doing them for a while. So I just started doing those again and then it flips. So I just taught myself how to do a front flip and learning more learning how to do a back flip. So those things excite me. They wake me up. They get me excited. And those are the things that I personally focus on instead of being like, oh, you know, what What can I do to make the scale go down instead of that? How can I be more active and enjoy living a healthy lifestyle instead of just looking at the results? And I think it is something, um, it has to be something that you do enjoy. You know what I mean? For example, how I measure my success is by, well, one of the ways <laughs> is by picking something I enjoy doing and then beat myself at a goal. So for example, uh, running, like I have tons of, tons of running goals and I enjoy running because it's time for me alone, like with myself, alone with my thoughts. And it, after a run, I feel so refreshed and so motivated and so clear. So that's why I enjoy running. But 
I can always, the, the thing with running is it can be, you can measure time, you can measure distance, and you can always set a goal, a new goal to beat yourself. <laughs> so you are making yourself stronger than, than you were. So that's, that's one of my goals. And then another goal of mine is always to try new things and get involved in new things. And for example, right now, for me, that that's yoga. And I wanted to challenge myself to do some yoga that was a bit more athletic. I'd always used yoga as recovery for me, like stretching and, and breathing kind of yoga, if that makes sense. But I want to challenge myself and to do more of an athletic style yoga. So that's something I'm working on right now. And actually, um, a hand headstand is is one of the poses I picked to. So, like picking something that you really enjoy, and then setting a goal to beat yourself at that at that whatever it is. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that it like I think it's skills for some reason. You know, like you like you get excited about the headstand. For example. Yeah, like I get excited about a flip. But I think if maybe if we did some more research, and if you guys have comments, is there anything that any skills that really excites you? I remember I was interviewing Dan Millman, and he was turning I think sixty or maybe seventy, and he wanted sixty. And sixties makes more sense. And he wanted to learn to <laughs> he wanted to learn to read a unicycle and a sixtieth. Read it, ride it. <laughs> ride, it. <laughs> ride a unicycle. He wanted to learn how to ride a unicycle on a sixtieth birthday, whatever it was. So and that, that was something that motivated him and excited him. So of course he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we look at whatever it is that we're doing, if we think of a skill that we can work towards, I think it means much more than saying I wanna I wanna I all right that's gonna wrap things up for this edition of exploring mind and body once again thank you so much for being here thank you for tuning in and being a part of our true form life community you can always find us on facebook.com slash true form life we post up there a couple times a day on our story we're always trying to bring you more content around living a healthy lifestyle whether that be nutrition fitness lifestyle and more we also have free challenges that we do at least once a month so if you follow us along there you'll be able to join maybe a plank challenge or a squat challenge tabata challenge whatever it may be we'd love to have you join us we're also on instagram.com slash drew tadia again we're posting up there a couple times a day along with our story all dedicated to keeping you fit and healthy and on track our main website is trueformlife.com if you want to check out some of our products some of our services or if you just want some great content from videos to blog posts and recipes and more we got all that at trueformlife.com once again thank you so much for being here that's it that's all i got i'm out of here as always i'm your host drew tadio in health and fitness for a better world thanks for listening you've been listening to exploring mind and body with true form life's drew tadio fitness expert to find out more about the show drew tadio or to listen to past shows visit exploringmindandbody.com